This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Oh, yes. Hello, my friends. How are you doing? My name is Josh Norris, joined as always by Hayden Winks for this third edition of the Giveaway Gauntlet, our trivia show every single Thursday here on this YouTube channel, 1230 Eastern. And we have a very, very special guest from YouTube himself, from Twitter himself, from a whole bunch of different places. It's Brett Coleman. Brett, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. This is really exciting. I will say, Brett, last week we had Hollywood actor Tom Everett Scott on the show. He did not set this up easily for you. He scored a 9 out of 10. We got a few... Slack messages, a few emails, a few phone calls from the higher ups at Underdog, and there's some we got to ramp up these questions, the difficulty level. So you might be the uh, the victim of that today. Oh God, I have zero confidence in myself <laughs> at all. <laughs> uh, these have been really fun. Again, we do football shows here and on the podcast feed uh, every Monday through Thursday, and then here on Thursdays. This is our game show. Hayden, should we run through the rules? Let's do it. 10 questions equals 10 Best Ball Mania 2 entries. That equals $250 for all of you in the chat. Every wrong answer, not expecting many from Brett Coleman today. Wrong answers eliminate one ticket. To qualify, you subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast. You fill out the link at the top of the description below. It's a little Google form. We'll randomly draw names at the end of the show. Again, 10 questions. We'll alternate between NFL, one of Brett's specialties, and another of Brett's specialties, Brett, would you like to reveal what your niche topic, your player's choice is today? Full disclosure, I asked my wife, I was like, what do I know a lot about besides football? And she's like, I don't really know. And I was like, I don't really know either. So I was like, what's something that I might not completely embarrass myself with? And she's like, well, you like watching superhero movies? So I was like, yeah, I might get half of those. Sure, let's go <laughs> for it. So we're doing superhero movies and and hopefully this doesn't suck. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's absolutely not going to suck. Again, the, the fun balance of this, Hayden, is you and I creating these uh, these trivia questions. We want, you know, to give away this money. We are giving away 10 tickets. Uh, but we also want this to be fun and want it to be challenging. So we'll see as this goes on, Brett, how challenging it is. Hayden, your knowledge level of superhero movies. About a zero. I mean, anything with a movie is about a zero. And uh, I was—I didn't even know how to spell superhero if it was one word or two words. We ended up settling on <laughs> one word uh, to make sure we went to Marvel and made sure that that's how they did it. So uh, my superhero movie knowledge is about a zero. Anything with movies, close to a zero. Uh, people in the chat asking where they can sign up, where to sign up. It's at the top of the description below. Just go in there and click it. All right. Brett, again, we go between... NFL and superhero films. Okay. Ready to get started? I'm ready. Hit me. All right. Hayden Wings, you're up first. This Packers running back won Offensive Rookie of the Year in 2013. And you can think out loud as much as you want to. It's got to be Cheeseburger Eddie, right? It's Eddie Lacy? 
Well, there we done. go. We're right on the we're on the right track. We're on the right track. Remember when he was a first round pick? <laughs> that dude was an absolute baller for like a year and a half. One year. Like One yeah, year. a year and a half, and then yeah, Cheeseburger Eddie came back. He's uh, all of my high school friends. Um, this is like peak fantasy football for us. Was like about this era, and like everyone had an Eddie Lacy jersey. He's like was one of our favorite players as a little group, and that soured pretty quickly. <laughs> Zero hesitation from Brett Coleman. Yes, in his rookie year, he played 15 games, 1,178 rushing yards, 11 touchdowns, 257 receiving yards. Things that Derrick Henry could only dream of. 35 receptions. Uh, and then we go down to 2014, decline down to just 1,100 yards, then 758 yards, then 360. You only had one season not on the Packers. Brett, can you name the team? Oh, God. He didn't even really play that much either. No, he only had 69 carries. Very nice. I think I might have it. I don't go know. ahead, Hayden. You don't know this. Seahawks? Yeah, well done. You know, I was going well to go. say Raiders because that just feels like a Raiders move yeah. to sign Eddie Lacy, but I guess not. What What do you think his listed height and weight was, Brett? Oh, God. It had to be like 6'1", 230. 511250 is what he was listed oh, at. No. <laughs> yeah. That was that's probably still a little bit generous towards the end of it. <laughs> For what it's yeah. worth, there's a there's an undrafted fullback out of South Carolina this year named Adam Prentice who's 511250. Okay. So, oh, and I couldn't the next think Eddie Lacy is what you're saying right now, Brett. I, I you know, I literally couldn't think of anybody else with those dimensions <laughs> other than like maybe Mike Tolbert, but now that Eddie Lacy right. is oh, in that combo. Right. The pumpkin, the pumpkin, Mike Tolbert. And uh, I got to cross out my undrafted free agent fullback questions as we, uh, as we move on. Again, we are right now giving away 10 Best Ball Mania 2 entries. Those are all an underdog for a chance to win over a million dollars for all of you. Three and a half million dollars in prizes. Just sign up in the description below. Okay. We flip on over from NFL over to superhero films. Here we go, Brett Coleman. Oh, God. Which Hollywood A-lister? made a cameo in Thor Ragnarok playing Loki in Asgardian play. Matt Damon. You zero hesitation. Zero. Zero hesitation from Brett Cohen. We're two for two already. Was that your, of your favorite MCU films? I mean, it's easily the best Thor film for sure. And Thor's like, Thor's weird. It's like steadily gotten better throughout all the Thor movies. Um, but yeah, I, cause I think that was the first one that Taika Waititi directed yep. and he did an amazing job and I, I, I will watch anything that, that, that he directs. He's amazing. Well, Josh, if he knows all the directors, I feel like he's got a, a pretty good chance to nail these. I don't know. These movie questions. I'm, I, I, I'm setting chat up for disappointment right now. <laughs> <laughs> I will say in, in all of these, I run these by the company wide Slack chat at underdog and we must not have that many knowledgeable people over there when it comes to trivia because no one gets anything. Again, I mentioned Top Everett Scott last week got nine of 10. You're starting two of two. Uh, we might need to ramp up the difficulty as we move on. Anyways, all right. Josh, no hints this time. We, we've been very generous with our hints. <laughs> Once they start struggling, Josh and I can't take take uh, our, our guests taking an L. So we have to give – got to be pretty generous with our hands and we can't yeah. do that anymore. Yeah. We're no Regis Philbins or uh, Jimmy Kimmel's over here. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. Let's flip on over back to NFL. 
In the inaugural NFL draft, the Texans selected David Carr with the first overall pick. Who did they select with the 33rd overall pick? No hints, Josh. No positions. No nothing. No, it's a receiver. It's a receiver. God. Uh, Man, I think he went to – he played for many years, multiple teams. I think he went to the Patriots for a little bit. Uh, He went to South Carolina. No. You, You know it. You're on there. Right oh now. my God. How do I... Oh no. I know it's a receiver. Yeah. And then Andre Johnson came in the next year. Oh, I was no. shocked. I had no clue that he was the number 33 overall selection. I mean, Brett knows it. He just can't think of the name. For everyone out there, he is most well known for his time with the Patriots, as you just said. I know. God. I. I literally can't get Nate Burleson out of my head. I know it's not Nate Burleson. (laughs) Is Nate Burleson never played for the tech? Who is it? I'm going to kill myself when I hear this. All right. You're passing. I'm passing. It's Jabbar Gaffney. Oh, come on. (laughs) It's Jabbar Gaffney. Oh, I knew that. (laughs) I had no clue he was ever a Houston Texan because I remember him vividly, crazy eyes Jabbar, in in a Patriots jersey. Did he go to Florida? Is I think right? it was Florida. I knew it was an SEC school. I think it was Florida. I had like Florida State on the brain. Right. Oh my God. I, you know, I just looked him up like two weeks ago. For too. what reason, Brett? Because there was like one of those Twitter threads where it's like name a random NFL player. And I was like, yeah. oh, he's perfect. That is perfect. <laughs> uh, he had four seasons with the Houston Texans. Uh, highest receiving total was in 2004, 41 receptions, 632 yards. And uh, and two touchdowns. Then he goes as age 30 and age 31 seasons, not even with the Patriots. I thought it was his best years, but with Denver and Washington, 875 yards with Denver, 947 yards with Washington, five touchdowns that season as well. Early memories of the Texans. I know you grew up a Texans fan. I know you grew up a supporter there. Maybe not so much anymore, but early, early memories of the David Carr era. Sacks on sacks on sacks on sacks. <laughs> That's what I remember. It's just him getting absolutely lit up. Uh, and and fun fact, like the Carr family, even if the Texans wanted to draft Derek, they weren't going to let that happen yeah. at all. Like it was very well known that the Texans were the one team that Derek Carr would have said no to when he was coming out in 2014 <laughs> for a reason. Uh, I mentioned David Carr was the number one overall pick that year. Uh, I believe number two overall was Julius Peppers to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, yeah. N- number <laughs> Rub 33. That one in. Rub yeah, that n- one in. <laughs> number 33 was Jabbar Gaffney. They also had a second second round pick. Can you name that one? He turned into a somewhat of a media personality, I believe, in, in Houston. I could be wrong on this. It's not. Offensive lineman. Yeah. I'll give it to you. Chester Pets. There we go. Yeah, he does color for um, the preseason games. There we go. Was he a second-round pick? I didn't realize that. He was that. a second-round pick. No way. Number 33 overall. I mean, going through draft history is always fun when you go back that deep because then I look in 2003, the running back that they took in the fourth round, Dominic Davis, who had a run in fantasy football and then switched over to Dominic Williams, I believe. He 
switched over to that? Yeah, and then he got replaced by Steve Slayton. Yeah, got so many random, yeah, so Aaron, many random or, Texans running back names. Technically, Ben Tate replaced Steve Slayton, and then Aaron Foster replaced Ben Tate the same exact year. Do you have any, like, who was your favorite random Texan of all time? Because if I said, you know, your favorite, you might say, I don't know, Mario Williams or probably Andre Johnson. Do you have a favorite random one? Uh, tie between Chris Myers and Antonio Smith. Easily. Got it. The Antonio Ninja Smith is great. Oh, I love Antonio Smith. And then Chris Myers is just like, Chris Myers is one of the best offensive linemen in Texans history. Like consummate professional, great leader, amazing zone center. Like pretty much any great zone center that's coming out of the draft. I always have a hard time not comparing them to Chris Myers. Cause to me, that's like the top tier zone center like him and jason kelsey i love chris myers always will uh over under win total of three and a half this year for the texans under under <laughs> they're awful they barely won four games with Deshaun watson i know <laughs> i know uh all right we keep it moving again to qualify we're still giving out as of right now nine best ball mania tickets out there for all of you that's $225 in the description. You'll see a link to a Google doc, go and fill that out. And we'll pick them randomly in the end. Here we go back to superhero films. This movie is officially listed as a second film in the MCU, the Marvel cinematic universe. I assume you mean chronologically, which means of release. Oh, of release. Uh, Iron Man. Is that your final answer? Because Thor came out before Iron Man, right? God, it's either Thor or Iron Man. Oh, I'm sorry, not Thor. Uh, Incredible Hulk or Iron Man. Those were the first two that released. I think it was... This was 2008. Was, yeah. I want to say Hulk came out first, but chronologically was second. And then, because I remember Iron Man was in the post-credit scene of Hulk, which means Iron Man's second. Final answer. Final answer is Incredible Hulk. Son of a no, bitch! No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> what? Brett, you know YouTube loves you. The chat does not love you today. I mean, what the no, no. What? Oh, my God. Oh, we had to do that to you. Uh, so... Yeah, it was Iron Man first. It was the original because I believe even like the subtext was something like the the first Avenger or like the original Avenger. And they did Edward Norton's The Incredible Hulk after that. Damn. Should I we fact check live? I, I mean, I, I I believe you, but I thought I saw Tony Stark in like a post credit scene for Hulk. So I thought that was like, a oh, you know what it was? I think you're right. I think Iron Man came out first and then there was hype because Iron Man was in the post credit scene for Hulk and they were teasing Avengers and everything. Oh, my God. I'm Hulk smash. I'm no, look, these are not easy questions. These are not easy questions. All right. Eight best ball media two tickets are still on the line. Hayden Winks back to football. This Washington wide receiver led the NFL in receptions in 2013. Uh, Pierre Garçon. Final answer. Uh, yeah, final answer. He's the X receiver in a Kyle Shanahan system. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yes, 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 there we go. yes. I mean, that's a go. tough one. He was an absolute baller for like, what, two, three years? I'm uh, telling you, that's why everywhere Kyle Shanahan goes, whoever's playing the X, like that's why I drafted Julio. Uh, as soon as Shanahan went to Atlanta, I drafted Julio because I was like, well, there's 100 catches. Easy. 
Because when he was in Houston, like Andre Johnson got fed the ball. Pierre got fed the ball. That's why I'm taking Brandon Ayuk in every league this year because Ayuk's going to play X in that system, which traditionally just gets a ton of targets. Hey, I don't know if you looked this up. You did. I know you did. So I asked Brett. We saw that 113 receptions led the NFL that year. How many targets do you think he got with Cal Shanahan as his OC and age 27 year for Pierre Garçon? Oh, he must have had like 156, somewhere around there. 181. Oh. 181 oh, targets for Pierre Garçon in his fifth NFL season. I mean, it's crazy. I remember him, I'm sure you do too, as a Colt. Had those three oh, yeah. nice years. You know, his final year there, 947 yards and six touchdowns. But yeah, then he goes out there and catches 113 balls in 2013. Then age 30, with Washington still in 2016, 79 catches over a thousand yards again. What a ball underrated yeah. forgotten player in our lives leads the NFL in something. And then we just forget about them. Peyton Manning loved him too. Cause he was always like the vertical guy in the Colts before he went to Washington and became like a true number one. He was always, you know, he was like that talented number three that everybody always loved, but Peyton adored him. Brad, I, low key. I think you're a guy with like zero hesitation. You like your first instinct. Boom. That's your answer for everything. And you, and you just give it out there. <laughs> That, that's I, what I'm picking up from you. You know, I, I live or die by, by quick reactions. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. All right. Back to superhero films. This is might be a doozy. All right. Oh, no. This mutant is Wolverine's half-brother turned nemesis and appears in both X-Men and X-Men Origins Wolverine, but is played by both Liv Schreiber and Taylor Maine. Tyler Maine. Uh, Beastman. Is this your final answer? Or is it? Uh, no, not beast. Beast or beast man? Oh god! I will say beast is on Wolverine's side. Yeah. Oh god! Wait, no. Josh, CEO is calling me. <laughs> I'm about to get a cell phone call. It's ah uh, fuck. I think it's no. Okay, so it's not. Is it beast something? I remember him. He is a he's a beast he of sorts. A, the beard and the shag. Uh-huh. And... uh-huh. Oh man. What was his name? I will say X-Men among like what the MCU has done to X-Men in terms of putting it knocking it down a few lists, especially the early ones, like 2000 X-Men came out. Long time See what's ago. what's funny if you asked me the actor I would have immediately said Leah Schreiber. Oh, <laughs> but the actual I name asked. of the character. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Oh. It was in the it was in the uh the comics obviously. It was in the cartoon as well if that helps at all. Yeah. He's kind of like the anti-Wolverine in some ways like they have similar things with their claws, they both come out. Yeah. I'm just trying to remember the name of him. The chat is very split on this. I've seen like four different answers here. Was All right. An animal name. Hold mm-hmm. on. I need like mm-hmm. 10 seconds. Yep. You're on the right track here. It's like tiger. It's Jabbar Gaffney and, and this mutant are giving you the issues today. <laughs> All right. 10 seconds. I, I, it's like something tiger, but it's like a, no, not tiger. It's like a big cat name. It, Okay, Brett, you're on the right track. You can put this in front of tiger, and it's a full name of an animal. It's like it's a kind of tiger. Not Bengal, not white, not. Okay, we need a second. We need an answer in 
Five. Sabretooth. Hey! What, up? <laughs> what a pull! Woo! What a pull, Brett! <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm in so much trouble. Right. That, that, that right. $25 coming straight from your checkbook. That's that's all right. That's all right. Oh, I'm in so much trouble. The chat, the chat was all on your side. Let's go. The chat's loving you. This is great. It's okay. Great. We'll allow it. We'll allow it. I didn't get Jabbar Gaffney, so. We All right, we are still on track for eight Best Ball Mania 2 entries. That means eight of you can potentially win $1 million. All you have to do, go and subscribe and go sign up for Underdog Fantasy. If you're a new user, you get a free $25 no matter what. So potentially free $50 here today for new people. All right, back to NFL. Just what? Four more questions to go. That's it. I love this one. I'm biased here, Brett, and I hope you nail it. Okay. This former Vikings second-round running back in 2018 signed a three-year, $10.5 million contract with Jacksonville and ultimately totaled just 579 yards for the Jaguars. 2010. Okay. Vikings second-round pick from 2010. I want to say it was that big white dude, right? Uh, not Peyton Hillis was on the Browns. This was like Walmart Peyton Hillis, if I remember correctly. Peyton Hillis was the answer to a former guest's question. So we're, we're on a bit of a theme here. Uh, man, it's not Derry Sanders. Zach Center? You never heard Derry Sanders? Oh, no, I Zach, have. Zach Center? Okay. Oh, yeah. I have White Lightning. Uh, oh, I think actually White Lightning was his nickname, the guy that I'm thinking of. Do you remember the college? I mean, giant white running back. So I'm going to take a stab and say Boston College. <laughs> West Coast. Yeah, West Coast, Boston College. Sta- Stanford? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm going to uh, visit Stanford this Saturday. Just Maybe there's a statue the of this running back there. I'll let you guys know. Uh, okay, man, Stanford loved their white running. Back. I cannot give you more hints. Just cannot do it. Hey, Nick at least Rudman. I immediately got big white dude. Yeah, yes. you're on the right track. And I remember this too, because he was getting like a ton of fantasy hype. I think his name was like Cody something. No. I will say right now you are one incorrect answer on football. One incorrect answer in superheroes. We cannot have the swing towards that you know more about superheroes than you do about I know, football. this is going to be... Super embarrassing. I can't pull it. What is it? You were so close. Even with the first name, you were close. It's Toby Gerhardt. Toby Gerhardt. God. Oh, Cody. Man. Cody from Boston College is a, is the same answer. That's basically the yeah. same. They're person. all the same. This is, this is West Coast Cody from Boston College. That's what Toby <laughs> yeah. Gerhardt is. No, I mean he was a second round pick again out of the Vikings. Got paid a boatload of money, and then like the question said, totaled five hundred. And 79 yards for the Jaguars was an absolute bust for them. Yeah. An absolute that, bust. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Was he Are, replacing Reese Jones Drew? Was that like uh, good question. Jaguars? That was, it had to be it had to be right then? Yeah, because when I was at NFL Network, that was when MJD retired and came over, and that was right about then. So I think he was MJD's quote unquote heir apparent. Oh, do you know who he shared the backfield with in Jacksonville? Ooh. Uh, the Michigan kid, mm-hmm. um, 
who played quarterback, but he wasn't quarterback. Denard. Yep. Oh, Denard Robinson. Yeah. Well done. So I could get Denard Robinson, but I can't get Tony <laughs> Yes, the year before when Denard Robinson outrushed uh, Toby Gerhardt, Maurice Jones-Drew had 234 carries for 803 yards and uh, and five touchdowns. Well done, though. Well done on Denard Robinson, Bull. Doesn't count. Right. <laughs> All right, here we go. Three more questions. Seven best one. We need two tickets on the way. In Batman Forever, 1995, do you remember this one? The main yeah. villains, Two-Face, Harvey Dent, and the Riddler are played by who? Jim Carrey. And? Shit. <laughs> and I asked this question because they are wildly famous actors that it feels like, why the hell would they do? Well, Jim Carrey kind of fits this one. Yeah. This, this other actor known for dramas, mostly. Oh, man. Dramas mostly. Who? Okay. Oh, I'm trying to remember Two-Face. I remember. Because that was the that was the Michael Keaton one, I think, if I remember correctly. Val Kilmer. Oh, that was the Val Kilmer one. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, to be fair, I was four. So <laughs> this is a this is a deep, a deep pull. Okay. Hayden, were you born? 95? Barely. Barely. Off the only thing I know hand, off the top of my head, could you could you give me another movie that the two yeah, this one, known for? This one is gonna give it away, but okay. why the hell not? Chat, like it below. If we get another five <laughs> likes, I'll give this up right now. I'll give it up right now. Uh, he co-starred with Will Smith and Men in Black. Tommy Lee Jones. Nailed it. He was Two-Face? That's right. right he was two-faced. Right. He was. Yes, 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 yes. So you're telling me that Jim Carrey went from Ace Ventura and then the next year he was in these action hero movies, superhero movies? Yep. What, what a step that. down. Didn't know that. Down. I mean, this is not the type of dark superhero films that you see now. Do you remember this one? Oh, it was like campy. Oh, it was awful. Yeah. Because, and then I, was it after that, that Tim Burton did his, I think that was like, took it even more in the direction of campy. And then Christopher Nolan, I want to say like 10 years after that did, uh, did the, the gritty reboot. So my first draft of this question was going to be this. Uh, in the next one that has George Clooney and then Alicia Silverstone and Uma Thurman, who uh-huh. plays Mr. Freeze? Uh, that's Arnie. Arnie yep. did that one. Yeah. Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger. Your governor, Hayden Winks. <laughs> Our governor with Brett, too. There you You're go. in California, right? Me too. Yeah, I'm, I'm down in SoCal. Are you SoCal or NorCal? Uh, I'm Southern California. I, I'm in Irvine right now. Oh, um, I'm in I went, I'm like, yeah, I went to Marina High School in Huntington Beach. I, I think you went oh, to Modern Day, right? Yeah, I went to Modern. Okay, yeah. yeah we're, so we're close friends. We're like 15, right down the street, fifteen miles away from each other. That's like right. That. Go yeah, and shot. like this freaking YouTube video. Subscribe. <laughs> do all that good stuff. We're just giving away money over here. All right, two questions left. Someone in the chat um, is just calling you out. Knowledge, <laughs> <laughs> Coleman. Uh, make them eat their words here. All right. All right, let's do it. By the way, this is the last chance. Go to that Google form yes. link in the description under the YouTube video. Um, and then I'll go to the wheel of names next. Okay. This wide receiver completed the triple crown 
receptions, yards, and touchdowns in 2015, the last player to do so? 2005. 2005, sorry. 2005. All right. So 2005, that was about when Steve Smith was popping off. Um, Randy was still lost in the ether. He wasn't in New England yet. Uh, Anquan was great. Larry was great. 2005 teams. It was... So that was Seahawks versus Steelers that year. How do you know all that stuff and not know who Jabbar Gaffney? I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Heinz Ward had a big year that year, if I remember correctly. So I'm between Steve Smith, Heinz Ward, uh-huh. either of the Arizona guys, because that was still young Anquan and young Larry. But Larry really hadn't hit his final form. That was still about two years away in 07, 08. And Anquan, one of his best years was his rookie year, and then they they kind of stole each other's target share. Smitty was really popping off that year. I think he was all pro that year. I'm going to go Steve Smith. Is that your final answer? Oh no! Oh no! You're you're discouraging me. Ah, uh, no, it's not my final answer. How about that? Ha ha! All right, Andre was big. Calvin wasn't in the league yet. This is going to be a. Let me let me ask you this. Random player or like well-known great player? That'll help me narrow it down. Well-known great player. Okay. Okay. Somebody said Brandon Lloyd in the chat. <laughs> that was a couple years. That was like 09, I think, was, was Brandon Lloyd when he got like 1,400 yards. That was insane. Uh, I guess he was number 12 this year, by the way. Not to sidetrack you. I'm giving you a little more time. Chris Chambers, your boy, hitting wings. <laughs> really? Okay, so His best year ever. T.O.? Is that your final answer? Because the Eagles were really good back then. I think that might have been T.O. when he was having that crazy year. Yeah, let's go T.O. Is that your final answer? Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Okay. Or maybe do you want to go back to your first one? Steve Smith. There we go. Oh, you tried to screw me. You I did not. I'm doing my hosting duties by oh. simply asking if it's your final answer. That was oh Josh's God. guilty conscience. That was oh. my guilty conscience. I mean, you got it right. I wasn't I wasn't going to. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I wasn't. I wasn't going to do that to you. Yes, yeah, Steve Smith uh, actually tied with Larry Fitzgerald that season with 103 receptions had 1,563 yards, and then led the NFL and tied actually with Marvin Harrison with 12 receiving touchdowns. And Chris Chambers was third with 11 receiving touchdowns. Are you impressed that Steve was my first actual answer, though? I I absolutely was. I absolutely was. That's why I had to give to you. 26 years old that year, the Panthers went 11-5, and so it's not like they were like an amazing, amazing team. But yeah, I think that was also the year that – Musin Muhammad got hurt or he left to go to the Chicago Bears. It's one of those. And so that's why Steve just got like completely. Oh, I mean, I'm looking at the Panthers that year in 2005. He had 103 receptions, the second highest in the team. Deshaun Foster, 34 receptions. Wow. Kerry Colbert, 25 receptions. I mean, there's a jump of almost 70 from receiver. Talk about market share. Receiver number one to pass catcher number two on that team. Crazy. That, w- that was the year after the Panthers went to the Super Bowl with X-Clown, right? Yeah. About yeah. two years. Because that was the 2003-2004 season, I think. Yeah. Yeah. 
God, yeah. Smitty was so good. I miss Kerry Colbert. Ricky Prohl was also in that group. Ricky Prohl, yeah. Um, yeah, we still got one more. Again, and I guess Hayden, uh, go and subs- subscribe to the channel, like it, and then fill out the Google Doc, and we can get you in the giveaway right now. All right. Last question, Brett. We're still giving away what? Seven? Seven. All right. Let's get, see if we can get to B. Here we go. Territory here. Who is the only villain to appear in all three Dark Knight trilogy films? Okay. Technically, if we're counting the playing card, it would, no, it wouldn't be Joker. It wouldn't be Ra's al Ghul? Would it be Ra's al Ghul? Because he was the main baddie, and then they kind of, no. Only villain to appear in all three Dark Knight trilogy films. Maybe it was Rosalind. It's a tough one. Maybe it was Scarecrow? To a degree? I'm going to go Scarecrow. Is that your final answer? Yes. Yes! Yeah, baby! That's good work right there. That is good work. I... I underestimate every single one of our guests, Hayden. This is what I'm coming to. Josh, they're picking the – they can pick anything <laughs> in the world. This is what their bread and butter is. Yes, we have to yes. ramp it up. I'm tired of giving away all this cash. Oh, my gosh. We are just – we're going to have to start a Series B after this, Hayden, to, to fulfill the giveaway gauntlet. I yeah, mean, I'm this gonna, is – I need to text Jeremy Levine to go raise some more money out here. We're we're in trouble if we keep giving away this many oh basketball tickets. Yeah, we were planning to have this last all the way at least to the start of the season. And uh, Brett Coleman, you might be bankrupting us. But that's seven correct <laughs> answers out of ten. That's incredible work. Nice job, Brett Coleman. Uh, by the way, Brett, and Hayden, you can start spinning the wheel if you want to. Um, thank you, everyone, for being here. We're going to keep chatting while we're giving these away. Good luck to everyone out there. Again, if you're enjoying this, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We have podcasts every Monday through Wednesday. And then also on Thursday, we have this very show and videos, plenty of them and clips in between to help you win money, to help you win your fantasy league. Brett, favorite superhero, who is it? Oh, man. that's a, See, that's the tough question because my answer has varied wildly throughout my year. Like when I was a kid and like, you know, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies were coming out, like mm-hmm. easily Spider-Man. And then, you know, uh, the Christopher Nolan Batman films kind of took over and, you know, then the MCU popped in. But I think uh, one of the greatest, not just superhero movie experiences, but one of the greatest movie experiences of my entire life was going to Dark Knight opening night at yep. midnight. Yep. And uh, that's, that's still a cinematic masterpiece. I don't care what category of film you throw it into. So I'm going to go Batman because Christopher Nolan's work was just incredible. <laughs> Brett, time to change the foundation of the YouTube channel. That's what we have also learned today. <laughs> time to change it. I've always had a soft spot for Colossus of the X-Men and, uh-huh. uh, and Nightcrawler. Remember Nightcrawler? Oh, he was great. I love him. He was great. I think part of all that too, do you remember like when you go to, for us, it was Celebration Station. Maybe for you, it was like Chuck E. Cheese or like those those Playland places and you could play like the X-Men arcade game. Yeah, yeah. Those and, were always fun. And Nightcrawler was like super OP because you could just teleport yep. everywhere and you couldn't hit him. Yep. All right, um, last one here. Last one. Here we go. Um, I mean, this, Brett, this was incredible. Thanks so much for doing this, buddy. Absolutely. So what's the wheel do? 
the wheel so everyone who goes and figures out and fills in the Google Doc, Hayden then uploads all those underdog usernames. And that's who we're giving away all these Best Ball Mini 2 tickets. So since you won them for seven oh, people, these people get $25 into their account that they can go use for Best Ball Mini 2. Three and a half million dollar prize pool, one million and one dollar to first place. Brett, I know you've been playing some uh, underdog lately. I have because I was informed that I'm actually allowed to win. Yes. <laughs> so I have I have been drafting very frequently, probably against some of the people in this chat. There we go. Uh, because I fully intend to get a million dollars, and I actually, I, I would, you know, I was drinking a little bit on the podcast, so maybe I committed uh, to something that is, is way out of the price range. But I said if I won the million, um, I was going to get a box for me and a bunch of bootleg football podcast listeners at the Super Bowl, which then I was quickly told is roughly a million dollars. So <laughs> I'm basically going to be blowing all of my money on a box at the Super Bowl, but whatever worth it right worth it worth, worth, worth it. it for the community <laughs> that's so good uh brett before we get out of here i know you have the bootleg football podcast i know you have your youtube channel any hints on what might be coming down the pike on the youtube channel so i i have a massive video in the works right now uh basically tracing the origins of all the different branches of the spread offense, which includes the air raid, the spread to run stuff that you see with like Urban Meyer, who ironically got it from Scott Linehan, uh, who got it from um, Dennis Erickson, who got it from Jack Elway, who learned it because his son John Elway was playing in this system in high school up in Granada Hills. And so it's this wild story about like how high school football and how BYU of all colleges kind of changed the offensive landscape of the, of the following 50 years that's now all over the NFL and how basically pretty much every offense runs the same stuff. They just do it slightly differently, which is why we're seeing a lot of spread quarterbacks have success in the NFL these days. And it's, it's a wild story and I can't wait to tell it. Nice. That's going to be great. And you do some awesome Q and a chats with people uh, over there as well. Again, thank you everyone for tuning in. Hayden and I posted podcast videos on our running back rankings, one through 50 wide receiver rankings, one through hundred earlier this week, go and subscribe to the podcast feed and this YouTube channel while you are here. Hope everyone has a tremendous weekend. Thank you again, Brett Hayden. Talk to you on Monday. Everyone out there up the villa. Talk to y'all soon.